Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to yet another edition of Golick and Smeddy. I am Mike Golick Sr. She is Jess Smetana, Jessica Smetana, Smeddy, however you want to go. You have way more nicknames than I do. <laughs> um, we, uh, uh, it's, we are in the, as they say, the dog days of summer, right as training camps are starting, right after the baseball all-star game, basketball's over, hockey's over. So we're kind of in that, that transition time, but um there is always some some things going on. We're going to get to the football side where we have a clause in a contract that is one I have never heard of before in my life, and I've seen some clauses, so we'll get to that. Um, but, of course, just, you know, we have to start with. The last time uh, we talked, you, were, you had coming off vacation where you basically had really been doing nothing, which is exactly what you should be mm-hmm. doing on vacation. And you talked about the first thing that you were going to bake, which I think was going to be some sort of fruit pie product or some sort of product that included fruit. Is that the road you went down? Uh, I'm still in vacation brain mode, Mike. I have not baked now in about three weeks. Come on, I Jess. Know. I know. I feel really I ashamed for of this. myself. You know what I did make though, Mike? I don't know if you're, I know a Trader Joe's recently opened in South Bend, um, yes. but I've heard Trader Joe's be described as the grocery store that people go to who don't know how to cook. And that is absolutely true because you can buy any type of food there that's like right. pretty much already pre-made and you just pop it in the oven. I got these like, um, those like Brazilian cheese puff things uh, and I made those for lunch today. Mm. Six minutes in the oven, Mike, I highly recommend. I think you would really enjoy them. See, I find right now, Jess, and I'm not sure I like it, that you're deflecting right now. You're How deflect- am I deflecting? You're deflecting to I why- ba- I baked something. It was pre-made, but I baked no, it. No, You know what I talk about when I'm talking about bacon. I'm talking about the good stuff, not some Brazilian cheese Cheese, puffs. though. Cheese. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure I would like it. You but would. three weeks now where you haven't baked some sort of goodie? I mean, your boyfriend's, A, got to not be happy about it. The guys over at the Lebertard uh, show They're have not to happy not about be it. happy about it. You know it. what, Mike? Okay, since I know Stu Gatz will not listen to this, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, I, I, a little birdie told me that he's turning 50 this week. Yes. Okay, so we were thinking of ideas for how to celebrate his 50th birthday, and one of the ideas was to bake him a cake full of lies. Uh, and so I said, what does that mean? Like, in theory, it sounds like a good idea, but how do you make a cake full of lies? Are we replacing sugar with sand? Are we putting in fake ingredients? Right, um, right. But like, of course, that wouldn't work because 
baking is chemistry. So you can't just replace ingredients and, and it will bake. And so then I thought, what if we like uh, got like a cardboard cylinder and then iced it like a cake there and you go. gave it to him and he tried to cut into it yes. and it was not an actual cake. It was a lie that we baked him a cake. Um, and everyone really liked that idea. However, in the true spirit of the Dan Lebitard show, there has been zero follow-up on it. So it remains to be seen if a cake full of lies will be baked this week before his birthday. Stugatz may not even come into work the rest of the week. We don't really know. So, so that's yeah. that's kind of up, up there floating around in the ether now as a well, baking well, project. First and foremost, I know exactly why there's been no follow-up because outside of you, everybody they're all guys. And guy, <laughs> guy, listen, I'm I'm one and I admit it, we suck at that stuff. <laughs> I mean, if this world was run by women, we'd be in a lot better place. I agree with there's that. There's no to because we 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 suck. I mean, we're looking at how we're screwing it up now. I mean, my God. So that uh, donate, I think what you have to do, Jess, you have to grab the bull by the horns. You have to mm -hmm. just make that cake. Unless it's so time, in, uh, you know, intensive that it's not worth your time. Because you're right. Stu may not even show up. Exactly. And, and right, I don't want to right. put in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I get even, that. Even if I don't have to bake the cake, I'm still going right. to have to construct you something will. out of cardboard. Yes, yes, I'm going to yes. have to make all the icing, which is like the messiest part of all of yep, it. And then yep. the decorating is like, it's such a mess. And then if I show up with this cake on yeah. Thursday and he's not there, yeah. then the joke's on me, Mike. I, I get it. I get it. I, I can't blame you one bit. For not doing that. I mean, and, and again, it's it's not your fault. It is the fault of, of every guy on everyone that show. Else. Oh, it's yes, exactly right. Nothing I, is my fault. It's I, everyone else's fault. I, I would agree. And if I ever am on that show again, I will I will tell them all that. And then it'll probably be the last time I'd be on that show. But Well, speaking of you being on that show, you are on God Bless Football. Yes, that's with true. With yes. during football season and even outside of football season. And yeah. I was wondering, since now we're going into our first football season together as co-hosts, <laughs> What is your plan going to be for where you will be delivering the goods? Like, will you be, you know, spilling it all out on God bless football and then giving me your, your secondary opinions? Or are you just going to say everything twice? Or, or is this going to be your main outlet and Stugatz gets all the crumbs? How are this, we going to work that out? I, I plan on being now we will the, the way we do this. We'll tape our show earlier in the week okay. and God bless football is later in the week. You will both. Both will get my A game. Okay. I, I will never, I certainly will not slight this. Uh, this. This, is, this this has my name on the show. This has your name on the show. It is true. So this, this will get the maximum effort without question, you know, from guests to our conversation uh, as well. And God bless football. Listen, we'll just, we'll continue doing that. That I'll give that, uh, you know, the, the, the full use as well. So I don't plan to back off on anything. I don't plan on holding back from anything. Maybe if I go on Mike Jr.'s son, uh, my show, Gojo, maybe I'll hold back on that one. Because I think that's a good they, idea. They're so full of shit. It's amazing. <laughs> so they, they every other weekend or every other week, they have me or Stu on the last day of the week. They also, here's where I will give them credit, though, is, the, and this is truly from the Stugatz, you know, School of Broadcasting, is Mike and Brandon got, got, are able to now only work four days a week because it's the summer so they can prep more for the start of the football mm. season. So they're getting paid the same to work less, which is really the American dream, other than hitting this lottery, which is, you know, yeah. over $800 uh, Right? Million. Are you buying so, a lottery ticket right now? 
Jess, I've bought probably 40 lottery tickets already. So Okay. Yes. Well, and, then and you're we, probably the reason that we've gotten over the 800. Exactly. And, and we we go around to different spots. Like Chris was just in Arizona. She got some out there. I was just in Chicago and Philly. So I got some in those spots. So we get them all over the place. And, of course, I think they said it's a 1 in 330 million chance to win. You have better odds of having, I, I think, quintuplets or something like that <laughs> i think that's what they said several something holes like in one yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's crazy but you gotta play right i mean i don't care if you buy one ticket i know we, we've sidetracked here but i mean no my i God. like this topic this well, is sports to me well it, it is gotta win and everyone's gotta lose and, and by the way we're when we're taping this it's the 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 day before the drawing the drawing you know by the time people are listening to this the drawing will have already happened but I mean, don't you sit there and think about what you would do with that money if you won? Everybody does it, right? Everyone does that. You you have all these fantastical ideas of all these things you'll do. We actually talked about this on an episode of Mystery Crate a few weeks ago because I said that I have a, a lottery packed with one of my friends. And one of our producers rightly said that's the best way to get murdered is having like a lottery packed right. with someone. Yeah. Um, but she plays Mega Millions on her phone because you can do that in New York now. You can play it on your phone. She plays like every day. And oh, she's wow. won like $6. Uh, <laughs> so she's had some success, Mike. But we have a pact. And I told her if I won, I would give her half. And if she won, she would give me half. But the catch is that I don't actually play because I, I you know. So you're just taking the money. Let her now, do it. Do you think... Do you think, now you have just publicly admitted you don't even play, so you put no money into it. Do you think if, 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 if she actually won, that somehow, some way she would, by law, try and get out of it because you, you just now admitted you never buy a ticket? I think she would, I think she would pay up. Like what is one person going to do? We made this agreement when it was only at like $250 right, do, like, do, do you think she would pay up half? Maybe or maybe not. say, you know what, I'll give you... You know, 100 mil. 20% or something. Yeah. yeah. I If she wants to give me 100 mil, I'll You're say good? fine. You know what? You're right. Fine. I'll take it. Thank you. I it was. I know that must have been... I'm taking so much less now, but I'm such a good friend. I'll take the 100 mil and I'll walk away. Thank you. It's like it's like you're sacrificing. To yeah, just it's take a the huge sacrifice. I sacrifice the other hundred mil because if it's like eight hundred million, right? Government probably takes half. So God, you got four hundred. Yeah. So she's giving me like twenty five percent instead of fifty percent. So I don't even know. And, and I, I'd like I'm, someone I'm to tell me. I'm making a sacrifice here, Mike. Like, like how the payout works because it's like eight hundred thirty million. They say the payout will be like, I don't know, six hundred ninety million. But then you still got to pay taxes. So yeah, if you win that, and now listen. You're still in good shape, but I, <laughs> I wonder good shape, I would at say. the end of the day how much they actually take. Because we do it, we have four ways. We have me and Chris, Mike, and nobody because it's just Mike. <laughs> and and his, his mother reminds him of that a lot. Harsh. <laughs> uh, yes, we have Sydney and Ben, and we have Jake and Jenny. So everybody kind of buys tickets on, on their own, mm-hmm. but we have the same pact. If somebody hits... We're going to split it four ways. We're going to mm-hmm. split it amongst the, the family right. and do it that way. So what do you have something that you would buy right out of the gate? Uh, well, I feel like I would be philanthropic with most of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably pay off all my grandma's debts with half of it. Cause she's like, you know, addicted to QVC, like, like a lot of women right. her age. Um, and then I'd probably have like a million dollars left after I, I dealt with her. So I'm uh, <laughs> not sure what I would do with the remainder of that. But yeah, I, we, I, I think it's human nature to, to think like, what would I do with all this money? And the answer is most people have 
big ideas and then, you know, a series of unfortunate events befall them because it's more money than probably most people can handle. <laughs> and, and you've heard the stories of how people just spend it all. The, the, I, and, I, and sometimes I go too far down the rabbit hole with this mm -hmm. because you start thinking then, okay, before I even think about what I'm going to buy with it is like how many people, how far does the family extend that I'm, I don't know if obligated is the right word, where you feel you right. need to step in right. and give something, pay off a house, give some money. I mean, where does it go? Does yeah. it go to, you know, you know, my, from my side of the family, my brothers, my brother's kids, mm. you know, Chris's sister, her kids, you know. And then all these fourth cousins start yes, calling that you've yes. never heard of before. And you're like, hmm, how are we related again? Yeah. I think I'm stopping it. I think, I think, Jess, I'm stopping at cousins. And I'd say, okay. I'll look at family, brothers, kids on my side for Chris, sister, kids, and go from there, uh, her mom, my mom, kind of figure okay. out what everybody kind of needs. But at some point, and then I'm with you, a ton would be go the philanthropic way of who yeah, we could help. Right. But now talking about the money that you're actually going to use is, how, yeah, how far? Because you know everybody's coming out of the woodwork. Here's the other thing. Another quick aside. Would you forgetting the family because they would eventually find out would you make it public you won no i think because that's always the wrong call i agree my my friend actually told me like she has a whole plan for how she would like create you know a company under a different name and then accept the money through a like she's got this whole thing planned out and it sounds very calculated and it's actually a little scary how much she's thought about it mike <laughs> my other question for you like when you think of a family you're going to cut it off at cousins what about your podcast family like, you know, how, how much hypothetically, if you had like a podcast co-host right. who, who, you know, you knew really well, right. they supported you and yes. went to your golf outing, maybe yes. even like one uh, closest to the pin award yes. there. Like yeah. wh what kind of dough would that person maybe yeah. get? Uh, they would get nothing. Hmm. Nothing. They would, hmm. they would okay. uh, get, I mean, if we're they're, out they're friends somewhere. friends with your kids. Uh, they're, you know, they went to school with your kids. Well, I mean, you're, you're friends with, with my kids if they feel like mm. giving you something okay. that's certainly up to them. I will certainly, you will, let me put it this way. Yeah. You want to, you want to text one kid. Who do you think? I don't know who you knew. You went to school with Sid, but you, you know, all my kids. I don't know. So who do you think of my three kids would actually give you money? Mike. I think I could get Mike to give me money. Yeah. I think Mike, Mike's probably the sucker or, or the kid <laughs> that could get, uh, they could get talked to. I would, you would never buy a drink around me again. I would always pick oh, up your nice. drinks. Okay. But well, as I'm far never as... going to buy a drink around you anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'm yeah, going to make right. you pay for all of those. Regardless. Yeah, I, I, I probably would anyway. But man, I mean, everybody dreams about it. Everybody thinks about it. Boy. Someone's got to win. Why not you? Why not well, Sid? Why well, not I mean, win? what was, I think the biggest pot was 1.5 billion. So I think now we're up to like the third or fourth highest uh, amount and do you well you don't play so why am I even asking you you're you're gonna get half of a pot and you don't even play that's such bullshit but you know what I hope I hope there you go <laughs> if you did play I'm sure you've played at some point do you just know I mean I've done like scratch offs but I don't think I've ever played like mega millions because I think this time I while I get quick picks where it that's where the machine just spits yes. out numbers for you I might pick numbers this time 
Like go to old jersey numbers and birth, yeah. and, birth and try and Do try all that the years route. Notre Dame won national championships. Those would be your, your lucky numbers, Mike. I don't think they go that high. They stop in the 60s. Right, damn. Well, no, it would be. The last one would be 88. My brother was 77. All the ones before that could be numbers. You're Make right. Work. You're right. That, that could actually work pretty well. Oh, that's a pretty good idea. All right. Well, listen, I hope your friend wins because you'll get something. What a great pact. Man, when Thank she you. hears it. Wait a minute. Let me ask you this. She's not going to listen to this. Does she? Not until I call her I and tell her, her to. <laughs> does she know you don't buy tickets? Hmm. Um, I think I think she might have found out after she listened to the last Mystery Crate episode where I right. may have admitted it. But I think, you know, we're we've done we've moved past that. Like she's, right. she's she knows what the deal is now and we're still kind of on the same page. So that's we'll got to be one hell of a friend that would say, I will split the pot with you and you you're not even buying tickets, man. That's I'm a good something. friend to have, Mike. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I get well. You know, you haven't baked anything in the last three weeks, so I, I might have <laughs> something to say about that. We will, we will see. All right, uh, enough of that. Good luck. I hope somebody wins it. I hope you win it. I hope I win it. I hope one of us win it. Um, but uh, there are guys out there that are hitting the lotteries in different ways, and that would be by signing contracts. What a segue! How about that, huh? You're I've done such this a for. Pro. <laughs> I've done this for a couple of months. <laughs> All right, so which well, I think we should talk about Kyler Murray yes, first, yeah. right? Because he got yes. the five-year extension with the Cardinals, uh, $230 million, I think 160 guaranteed. Is that yep. right? With injury, um, 160, yes. So that's I – mean, we can debate whether or not he should have gotten that extension in the first place. I think that that's maybe an interesting conversation. But the more interesting question uh, that's come out of this contract is what was leaked on Twitter on Monday, which was that there is a homework clause in his contract. Mike, have you ever heard of anything like that before? So I, I've seen a lot of clauses. There's a lot of clauses generally that are in there for everybody, like used to be anyway. Now, I don't know how it's changed. Like in the off season, no skydiving, no motorcycle driving, no, no blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, you know, things like that to where somebody can get hurt. And, and then obviously, you know, that, that, that costs you money. Uh, there's weight clauses all the time in contracts for guys it used to be you would get fined if you didn't make weight now there now there's some in the off season where if you're hitting your weight things you're actually getting money but there are weight clauses as well i, I have I, i'm not gonna lie uh jess i've never seen this so kyla murray the quarterback of the team the guy theoretically that's supposed to be in first and out last every day has a four-hour independent study clause in his contract where outside of meetings, outside of anything, I guess, at the facility or anything official at the facility, each week of a game week, he has to spend four additional hours studying the game plan. And it can't be interrupted. Like he can't be on an iPad, study for a couple minutes, and then get back to his gaming. I guess he's a monster gamer. Hmm. Uh, can't be interrupted by his gaming, can't be interrupted by TV shows. He has to do, you know, this study in one fell swoop. I guess if you're going to take a break, then I don't know how it's exactly defined. But basically, it is defined that if he doesn't do that, he is in default of said contract, which is $160 million guaranteed, 230 overall. So the first thing I thought about this, Jess, when, when I read it, now I had heard and I had talked about on other shows all the things we had heard about Kyla Murray. And what this clause does is kind of puts the seal of the stamp on it that a lot of the things you heard were true, that this guy just did not put the time in. This 
flat out, Jess, is so embarrassing to Kyler Murray, in my opinion. <laughs> I think it is so embarrassing. You are at the highest level in your sport, and it doesn't even have to be the highest level, but you're there, and you've played well. We can get into the, the merit of the contract and all that, uh, and we can do that for a few minutes, but you have now just gotten an unbelievable contract, and you obviously don't do that part of your preparation well enough that they had to put it in a contract or you default on all that money. I, I, I can't wait for the first time Kyler Murray is in front of the media and he's asked about this because I, I'm really going to be interested to hear his, his answer to this. Um, because to me, it's unbelievably embarrassing. It also, it could be a notch in his belt on just what an incredible athlete he is true, for some of the play, true. you know, that he's done, you know, whether passing, running, and what he's done. Now, his play certainly continues to need to improve, but to be given that contract, you know, you're doing something pretty special. Again, even though some people weren't sure if you do that, but my thought is always, who are you going to get? You know, and, and it's not right. a lot about... You're, he's not the best quarterback in the league. He's just the next in line when the contract comes about and all the mess you can do if you don't sign him. Mm-hmm. Does he scrub his Instagram again of all the Cardinal stuff? And you go down, go down that road. But to me, Jess, this is embarrassing to Kyler Murray. And here's my comparison. My comparison is to The Bachelorette. Oh, okay. Okay. I know I you don't watch The Bachelorette. No. Okay. So basically, The Bachelorette this year, Jess, has two women in it, Gabby and Rachel. So two women and a bunch of guys, right? So it is different with the two women. Okay. Interesting. So in, in the rose ceremony and in, in the, the latest edition of it, each girl, lady, was giving out a rose to a guy that they, you know, wanted to, she wanted to keep, you know, having a, a, a relationship with, possibly. Mm-hmm. So what happened to Rachel, not once... Not twice, but three times. She called up a guy. I don't I don't even know the guy's name. She said, Lenny. Lenny comes walking up. Lena you know, she, dog, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's it. She has the rose and she's looking over the thing. Lenny. And Len well, actually I know one of the guy's names. His nickname is Meatball. Hmm. So Okay. She calls up Meatball. Meatball comes up and she says, Meatball, will you accept this rose? And Meatball is one of three guys who said, Rachel, sorry, I'm kind of here for Gabby, not you. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, not once, not twice, but three times. Now, that's embarrassing in, in and of itself. If that happened behind closed doors and nobody knew about it, still embarrassing to Rachel, right? But not as embarrassing as have it happen on national TV in front of everybody. That's my comparison. This Kyler Murray clause, had no one known about it, had it just stayed, it's still embarrassing to Kyler if he has any kind of sense at all of how embarrassing that should be to you that they had to put that in there. But now it's public. Now everybody knows, dude, you not only don't work enough off the field, but the team felt they had to put in a clause that would void your $160 million guaranteed contract if you didn't study an extra four hours. Just an extra four hours. There are guys, there are people who study an extra four hours a day. 
let well, alone a week. So I have a few follow-up questions for okay. you. My, my first one is that. How? What do you think the average amount of independent mm. study using the, the term from that clause is that like, say, Trevor Lawrence or like Joe Burrow or one of the other younger quarterbacks does outside of the facility? It would be stunning to me if most don't already do that. When I say that, I mean get there before everybody else or, or early in the facility before you're officially start anything mm -hmm. and you're doing stuff when you're on your lunch break and you go into the film room and you do stuff at the end of the day that's when we did a lot of it especially when I was in Philly when everything was over we had our meetings at the end of the day we went back into the film room and we watched more and now Jess it's so much easier you got the iPads it's the exactly Microsoft right Surface whichever I mean, one is sponsoring the it's league exactly right now right. <laughs> we literally had to had to weave eight millimeter tape into a machine that made that sound you know to, that's that how means. we had to watch film I, I know you don't but that that's what we had to that's how we had to load the projector I was thinking that you like looked at pictures and then like flipped like a picture book and you flipped it really fast to see it move oh that that's just not nice is what that is okay I, well my, my second follow-up question mike nice. <laughs> moving but, on from me but but, but you. To, to your point you're a right lot. now yeah. nowadays these guys it's downloaded instantly on their ipad or their computer they're watching at home i mean right. it, it's uh, again to me it's, it's embarrassing so my my other question then would be why did this get leaked to the public? Whose best interest is it in? Because well, I know it makes Kyler Murray look bad, but doesn't yeah. it also make the Cardinals look bad that they just spent yes. a ton of money yes. on a quarterback who they have to contractually obligate to study film? That And you asked the, the perfect question is, who does this benefit? And you're right. It certainly doesn't benefit Kyler. And, and I agree with you. You know, maybe there's someone in the organization who felt – this will justify, listen, all the stuff you heard about Kyler is true. And listen, earlier in the year, he then, scrubbed. He then scrubbed, why'd you pay him? Uh, because he's good enough for you to ask the question, if you don't, who are you going to get? Right. Because that's always the question to me. If you're not going to sign him, who are you going to have? Because they have a team, you know, that, that's, that's right there in the playoffs. So what what quarterback are you going to get that can keep you there? So at some point, you have to write up a contract and gulp hard and say, man, I hope this works out. Now, you could go, again, you could go other routes. He has two more years left on his deal, right? I think two more, which, which so, I mean, this new deal doesn't kick in for a couple of years. He's still off the, the rookie um, deal. But it's like, okay, so now do you risk him getting mad and – I don't know if he's going to say I'm not going to play because then he's not going to get paid. But then you ruin that relationship because they're talking about that with Lamar Jackson, which we can get into. Is Lamar just going to play this year, play on the, the franchise for a couple of years? So now you're worrying about relationships um, because do, do I think would I have given Kyler in a, in a vacuum Kyler Murray that money? No, I would not have. I, mm -hmm. I, I think he's a really good quarterback, but I'm still skeptical of the next step. Um, but I also understand he was one of the ones next in line to get the big deal. He's now second. I think Aaron Rodgers is averaging 50 mil a year, and uh, Ty uh, Kyler is 46.1, 100,000 ahead of Deshaun Watson at 46. So you get caught in that. Lamar Jackson's coming up. We'll talk about Joe Burrow after this season. He's coming up. So 
it's not about always being the best, though, when you're talking about Lamar, who some people didn't have in their top 10, which is amazing, and Joe Burrow, the way he's playing, <laughs> they're, going to be, they're going to be the next highest paid quarterbacks in the league while not being the best quarterback in the league. I get the economics of it. I understand it. So we can always say in a vacuum to, to have my excuse of why I wouldn't pay him, but I get it. I get why you do it. But going back to your question, Jess, I don't know how it would benefit the Cardinals either by saying, we, yeah, we just handed a guy basically 160 mil guaranteed, and we don't think he works hard enough off the field and is ready in the game plan. So, again, I, I am, can't wait to hear what he has to say you know, when he's asked this question about it because that, 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 that's, that's got to be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, and, and the Cardinals have built – a team around him and what he can yes. do and his skills. So he had a lot of leverage in that sense because they yep. obviously didn't want to start over. They uh, gave Cliff Kingsbury an extension, even though he's got a dubious history finishing uh, yep. second halves of seasons. Uh, Steve Keim got an extension too. So uh, I I agree with you. I'm not really sure who whose best interest it is to leak that to uh Ian Rappaport, because now it seems like bo both the Cardinals and Kyler Murray are kind of getting clowned for it. Yes. My, my takeaway from it is if you're talented enough, you don't have to do your homework and you might get paid $160 million. I don't know. I mean, it's. Listen, this, this I mean, when your day. ability, I mean, listen, and, and again, there is partly kudos, certainly kudos to Kyler <laughs> for the fact that he can step on the field and play so well. Now, again, they're studying, there's overstudying, you know, how much is the right amount of mm -hmm. studying? That's where every person to it's determine. I think, yeah. I, I, I played with great players. Some barely looked at the game plan, and others, uh, I, 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 I've always said his name, Seth Joyner could be the most studious teammate I've ever had in my life from game plan to film to preparation and he was a great player and I played with other great players who basically were like I'm just going to go make a play and they did but it's always different Jess I think you know this with the quarterback position mm -hmm. right because they have to know everything, everything. Yep. on the field everybody's position you know what if he doesn't get the slide protection the right way what if he doesn't see the safety blitz that's coming that that's apparent in game plans and or film because that's what's going to happen when he makes mistakes are his own teammates going to wonder is he studying enough and, and the reason i probably say no to that is because they already know they already know they've they've got a sample size of kyla murray and his actions and what he does and we had been hearing this for over a year, that he's a guy that just doesn't really prepare uh, as much as he should. He prepares, obviously, some, but maybe over, the, over and above as much as others do. So we'll see. May, again, and you're right, some people don't need that, but you always think there's a quarterback, boy, that they, they because they have to know everything. But let's see with his play. You know, yeah, I mean, well, that, that's what we're going to find out with his play. We will. Let's move over to the AFC North and talk about Joe Burrow and yeah. Lamar Jackson for a second. So uh, we sh we could probably talk about Lamar Jackson first because his situation's more in flux. So there's been a lot. He wasn't in the e big ESPN top 10 NFL quarterback uh, rankings, which was right. shocking. Yeah. It sparked a whole conversation about whether or not him having an agent is good or bad. But uh, to me, he's got, Mike, he's got a momager, right? His momager. Yeah. And I think yeah. he's, I think he's negotiating his own, his own deal. Yep. So uh, it seems like the longer he waits, the better position he's been in because all these other quarterbacks yep. have gotten deals. So I'm wondering what your take on that is. Oh, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, it, it, everybody was questioning why you're doing your own deal. 
you know, and, uh, you know, and and you're going to lose money doing this. No, he's not. I I mean, uh, some will say even with the deal he gets, maybe he could have got more with an agent. I don't know. But he's going to be the highest paid quarterback. He's going to be. Again, his number is up. This is his fifth year unless he doesn't want the deal. That and and so then there's also the added thing, Jess, of responsibility. You know, because we we've had the one contract, the Deshaun Watson contract, where it was all guaranteed, correct? Mm-hmm. Where so, and, and everybody is saying that because in hockey and basketball, baseball, those contracts are all guaranteed. But they're not in the CBA that way. They're not written that way that says they have to be. That's just how business ended up working. And people are wondering if that can happen in the NFL for every player. I don't think it can because it, it's more violent than the other sports. Uh, you know, I, hockey, though, maybe not. But you get a lot of guys hurt. You get a lot of guys missing time. So you'd be paying a lot of salary for guys missing time. But for these quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, I mean, you look at the deal, you know, that are going on, and Lamar's Jackson deal should be the highest deal, and it should be fully guaranteed. Now, it's just a matter of will he demand that and say, I'm not signing the deal unless it's fully guaranteed, and will Baltimore go for that? Because if those quarterbacks start to do it, that's going to trickle down to other quarterbacks and maybe some of the other top position players. Again, I don't think it's going to happen for everybody, but there are guys, players have power who are in that position. Joe Burrow, if he has another year like he did last year, again, it'll just be his third year this year and they can't extend him until after his third year. And then you extend him and you still get the last two years of his rookie deal Mm -hmm. that before your cap really starts to jump up. So he's another one. If he's in that position, if he's the next guy up, that you look for a deal that starts with a three, you know, three hundred million, and you <laughs> mm-hmm. have it fully guaranteed. Again, remember Patrick Mahomes has the biggest deal at four hundred fifty million, but it's not all guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And his average every year is a paltry forty five million. He's yeah, it's nothing. He's, yeah, he's fourth on the list behind Rogers. That's like Kyler. a sixteenth of our uh, mega millions winnings. Mike, That's exactly right. Exactly. Please. Exactly right. So, I mean, I, I I get it with Lamar. I mean, Lamar's gonna win. Just how much he wins is how much he deems he wants to win. And he doesn't have to pay an agent, Mike. That's exactly right. And agent's fees are anywhere from 2 to 3% usually in that area there. But that's 2 to 3% off of, say, $300 million. You know, quick mass is 333 2% of $300 million is $6 million, mm-hmm. right? $300 million, $30 million, $3 million, 2% that's 1%. I'm so not going to check your math, mil- but yeah, I think six you million. So, yeah, yeah, you're, you're saving that. <laughs> And it's almost like the rookie wage scale where you kind of get slotted in. Everybody knows he's next. Everybody knows he's a top 10 quarterback. So everybody knows where he's going to get slotted, basically money-wise, give or take a few million here or there. So that, to me, is going to be the biggest question with Lamar and then Mm -hmm. with Burrow. Will these guys fight to get their contracts fully guaranteed? Yeah, and the AFC North is full of good quarterbacks now between Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, it's going to be a... Did you say, did you put Mitch <laughs> a, Trubisky a in season. with those other three guys just because he's a <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback? I mean, I had Do to you say, understand? And listen, I had to give him a shout out. Mitch went to a, a high school, you know, right by where I grew up. My my brother's kids know Mitch. Mitch is a little, a little low on that list. Oh, uh, come on. Come on. I mean, seriously? All right, moving Joe Burrow, on. 
Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, Mitch Trubisky. Speaking of the no skydiving clause in, yeah. um, in some NFL contracts, that made me think of a very famous athlete who skydives regularly. I'm not sure if you know this, but Lewis Hamilton is an avid skydiver. I did not know that. I, now, I see a lot of those guys surfing. I see it more than a few mm. surfing when I was watching um, Drive yes, to Survive. Drive to Survive. Yeah, there's a few. I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember, but I think like Lance Stroll maybe surfs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There was probably a handful of guys when they would like follow them off the track. Yeah, and a lot of them would be in the beach or surfing. Uh, some were golfing. It's that with core their... strength thing. I think. I think Lewis is just like an adrenaline junkie. I think he's just trying to kind of get like some sort of high speed sports you know, adrenaline I, fix with that. I, we're we're going to get into F1 because we're going to do this new thing that, that I, I'm really happy we're, we're going to do. But have you ever skydived? No, never. See, I, I want to. My wife won't let me now. But early, I should have done it earlier in life. I don't know if I want to do it now. I don't know if my knees would buckle on me or whatever. <laughs> Sydney did it. Really? And, and she has the, you know, they, they nowadays. The GoPro they, and stuff. They film everything. Another person oh, imagine, imagine skydiving like, 30 years ago and having no evidence of it. I would Nothing. be livid. All you say is, yeah, I skydive. Oh, did you really? How'd it go? It went fine. I lived. Okay, cool. And that's it. And you not should have just tell right. people you did it in the 80s. I, I should. I should. Lie but it was it. cool to watch. I would have loved. What's the What's the most adrenaline rushed thing you have done? Ride a kiddie roller coaster at uh, Universal. So you didn't even say ride a roller coaster. You no, said like the Hagrid, the Hagrid, like kids roller coaster. It's like you're you're on a hippogriff and you're flying around Hogwarts. There's maybe like a ten foot drop. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> oh my god, told everyone about it in high school. I uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> you you don't ride roller coasters. I don't. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like anything like that i'm just not i'm not interested all right just not for me just not for me you are crazy wow thank you you wild. are you a roller coaster person oh, i love roller coasters really? i i can't do the spinning rides like if i were at disney world and did the freaking teacups Ooh, just those little teacups tea where they spin or god forbid at like the local carnivals around they have oh, that yeah. thing called the rotor where you put your back against the yes, wall. Yes, I know. I've done that. Head. I've done that. Ruins my day. Yeah. Ruins my day. I can't do it. But, oh, I, I'm a roller coaster junkie. I love the up and down, the speed. Have you been to Cedar Point? Didn't you grow up near Cedar Point? I, I have been to Cedar Point so many times, yes. It used to, that, that there was always a place like after prom the next day was always at Cedar Point. Really? Yeah, wow. and we were kids. We, we so I was on a swim team for years. We'd go Ohio to Cedar Point. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, I did... Me and, and Chris went on a vacation with our friends who we went to Africa with, the Perianos, but this was just the parents. So it was me and Chris and Alexis and Mike. We went to Costa Rica and we, we ziplined over uh. like this, mon this monster, you know, forest. Wow. A really high up zipline. And it was a lot of fun. Really dug that. And I have bungee jumped back when bungee jumping was a thing. Wow. I, I think bungee jumping is still a thing. Is it? I don't I think I don't, so. Some I, friends of mine in college did it in like Switzerland or something. I enjoyed it. Now I did it for a TV show and I kid you. And it was the first time I ever bungee, bungee jumped and I did it for a TV show and I did it. They were ready to go. They're counting me down and, and I fell off and did the bungee jump. And the cameraman said, I missed it. 
No. I had to go up and do it oh again. And God. I thought, this is classic. I'm going to die this time. Yeah. Because I did it, and they said they missed it, so now I'm going back out to, uh, up to help the show out, <sighs> and there's no doubt it snaps, and I'm done. But you it did You probably didn't. felt so relieved after you finished the first one. You were like, it's over. I'm done. I did it. You're yeah. welcome. Goodbye. And then oh, yeah. like, actually, I, psych. <laughs> I was literally, you know, finishing the bouncing hanging there, and the camera guy was right there. He's like, dude, I missed it. I didn't get the shot I wanted. Oh, God. I said some really, really bad words to him, and then I hiked my was ass back Was it scarier the second time or the first time? I'll I, I tell you why it was. It was. It was. The first time it was like more, I didn't know what to expect. The second time I knew what to expect, but I knew I was doing them a favor. So I, I was actually more nervous the second time, like something's going to happen now. Yeah. Something's going to happen. And luckily it didn't, uh, but it, it was pretty fun. Except when I heard those words, I didn't get the shot. Some bullshit. But so back to, uh, <laughs> back to Lewis Hamilton. So this is what, what I like doing because I love listening to it on Levitard show. You do an F1 minute and it, it's, it's awesome. So, I thought, well, why make you work twice, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. Why make why make you do it again? Why don't I we have just... a no a no work clause in my contract with DraftKings? So. There you go, and that's a good one to have. And I don't know the deal you have with the Levitard Show if you're not allowed to move, you know, what you do on there that content over to our podcast. But we're gonna we're gonna test it okay. because uh, the French Grand Prix went on. I watched it. I mean, with Charles Leclerc. Oh my God! I mean, third time the guy's winning a race this year. And he ends up out. He spins out on what I think the 18th lap mm-hmm. um, um, goes into the wall. But you do a F1 minute for them, and I thought let's just use your work there and their work, and use it on our pod. That means we're working less, and we still get great content. What do you think? Hell yeah, here it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters, and. What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. No, 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 Monsieur Christophe, uh, c'est non vrai. What? I guess it's time for the F1 minute here, even though I want to hear that what sound again. What gave it away? Uh, je suis stressé pour les minutes de Formula 1. J'ai besoin d'énergie! Energy, energy! Let's go, energy! Let's go, energy! 
Oh, energy! Bonjour et bienvenue à ceux qui parlent pour le Grand Prix de France. Les températures élevées sur le circuit signifient que la gestion des tuyaux va être essentielle. Charles Leclerc, le pilote automobile monégasque, fait passer à Max Verstappen pour la première place. Le pilote Ferrari doit gagner pour rester dans les championnats. Mais non! Quel horreur! Une catastrophe! Sacré bleu! Charles Leclerc sort de la course! Encore de la malchance! Il est fini! Une honte! Max Verstappen prend une grosse avance! Louis Hamilton, le pilote Mercedes, est deuxième. Carlos Sainz, l'autre pilote Ferrari, a commencé à la 19e place. Tout sa pénalité pour le changement de moteur. Il est roue contre roue avec Sergio Perez, mais l'imbécile de chez Ferrari recommence. Max Verstappen a fini premier de la course. Carlos Sainz est le pilote toujours. Lando, l'enfant Norris, a terminé septième. Lance Stroll a terminé avec un point. Félicitations, Mike Crack. Huh? Wow! Oh my God! Holy shit! Holy merci, shit. merci, merci. Oh my God. Was there an imbecile in there? Did you say imbecile? <laughs> That sounded so exciting. I have no idea what happened. My God, that was incredible. That was really I am good. So merci, jealous merci, you Christophe. That. Merci, Guillermo. All right, that's just his Formula One minute, F1 minute that she does on the Levitard show. I love it. So we're stealing it. And we're bringing it over here, um, and I know you do a with a, a, you do a, a F1 podcast as well. So Abby, I know you're all in. I have been all on in this. I'm still stunned at Leclerc spinning out and in the lead on this. He could have cut the lead that Verstappen has to 31 points, but because he crashed and Verstappen ended up winning it. He now is, I think, has a lead of like 63 points or something like that. Uh, so he really hurt himself. And he owned up, you know, saying it was his mistake. Well, he did say it was his mistake. And I don't, I, I want to know more details on if it was really his mistake. Because he had, he said right after it happened that he was having issues with his throttle, which he right, was having right. last week in Austria as well. So I, I would like to check the tape on that still, you know early in the week so we don't know exactly what happened but yeah maybe maybe he just screwed up and that's why Max Verstappen is so good because he doesn't make any mistakes he's like a driver robot Mike yep. um so yeah I feel really bad for for Charles that the scream that he yeah. let out after he crashed was among the most devastating noises I've ever heard watching sports and and, and no one's catching Max right I mean he's going to mm. win the championship right I mean I I find it he would the fall off he would have to have with I mean I know there's a decent amount of races left but I mean he would really have to shit the bed to well, to not the, get this Yeah I mean the thing that sucks so much for Ferrari is that they've really caught up in terms yeah, of speed yeah. the last few weeks That was what Red Bull's big advantage was early on in the season they had a faster car on the straightaways and it looked like in France on the straightaways, Charles Leclerc was able to stay ahead of him for the first, you know, 10 laps of the race before Red Bull went to, you know, put him, put Verstappen in the pit lane and try to do kind of a strategic workaround to get around uh, Leclerc. So, uh, yeah, that's what's devastating for Ferrari. They keep getting in their own ways, whether it's their strategy calls with uh, Carlos Sainz, whether it's their power unit exploding. They keep having all these reliability issues. And so I was very sad to see that. Um, but Mike, I, I was expecting a a compliment to my, my French speaking skills. Um, what, what did you what did you think about that? Well, I mean, listen, I, I'm still a little hurt, 
you know, you ripped me a little earlier in the podcast. You mocked what did me I about, do? about flipping the pages, like, oh, like drawing um, on the pages. You haven't, you haven't like baked. one of these, like one of these. Exactly. You have, you haven't baked in like three weeks, you yeah, know, and I, and I always love talking about that. So, you know what? Maybe I was a little standoffish. I, I apologize. I do mm-hmm. apologize for that. Uh, did you did you go with the French with Babel? Is that uh, is that how you learned it with Babel? <laughs> I mean that that's yeah. the way everybody that's the way everybody learns how to I, speak a different language. I have been doing my Babel lessons. Yes. Uh, yes. Promo code. I can't remember what our promo code is. <laughs> What's our promo code on Babel, Mike? I think it's Golic. Okay, promo code Golic. I think it's promo code Golic. I I love it by the way. And so what are I, what language are you learning? Well, you know, I, I I took. A couple of years of Spanish okay. when I was in school, and I've forgotten everything except I can count a little bit or just know the basics. So I'm trying to learn more of that. So I'm starting there because I have a base in it. I took it already just to kind of make myself feel good. And then I think I'll expand out, you know, to, to other languages after that. I got you. Well, yeah, I, I took French in high school, and that's this week on the Levitard show was literally the only time I have ever used it at any point in my life. So thank you to Formula One once again for having such an international appeal that I'm able to use uh, my my romance language skills for once. Good job out of you. Uh, one other thing I have to ask in, in F1, do you think Lewis Hamilton's starting to make a little bit of a run? I mean, we were talking about him in the beginning of the year, couldn't get on the podium, how Mercedes was behind once they made the changes. Now, you know, you got uh, Russell is fifth and Lewis is sixth in the driver's standings. Uh, Lewis is six. He's the last one that's over 100 points. Everybody else is below that. Again, Verstappen is way out in front. Do we see some sort of, you know, mid to late late season run here for Hamilton, who took second in this race? I don't think Lewis has the car to win a championship this season because I think Mercedes is starting so much farther behind the Red Bull. And the I Ferrari. agree with that. Just wondering how much he could maybe move up. Yeah, I think, you know, I think he's been on the podium the last four weeks in a row. He's He was in third place, uh, third place, third place, and then second place with this race. So that's a really good sign that Mercedes is able to kind of work on some of their issues and at least have a car that's within striking distance of the Red Bull and the Ferrari, even though it's not quite there yet. But I think what this does show you, um, because after the end of last season, there was a lot of people wondering if Lewis was going to even keep racing anymore because of what happened in in Abu Dhabi with Max Verstappen at the end of last season and whether or not his heart was really in it. Because this season, when Mercedes realized that they had pretty much whiffed on the new regulations in this year's car, with Lewis Hamilton, who's already a seven-time champion, 37 years old, a celebrity in his own right, multimillionaire. He has really nothing left to prove. Like, is he really going to stick around during a a rebuild? But I think what it shows you over the last few weeks is that there's kind of a renewed confidence that the team, maybe it won't be this year. Maybe the car is is too far gone this year. and, And they're already too far behind in the standings. But maybe next year, Lewis will feel more confident and be ready and the car will be more ready and they'll be able to actually be competitive against the Red Bull and the Ferrari. And maybe he'll go for his eighth championship next year. I don't know. We'll see. I would be stunned if he left. I think, uh, I, I, I think I'm with you. I think not only he, but Mercedes as a whole is like, okay, this isn't us. You know, we're used to being at the top or right near the top. And I, I, I think they are, I think they understand it's not going to happen this year and that they're going to work their asses off to try and get back up, you know, compete with the Red Bulls and Ferraris next year and try and be at the top of the pack. We will see. We still have a long way to go. We have now just as F1 minute 
uh, to listen to uh, every week when there's a race. So we do like that. Maybe that's what you need to do. Every country it's in, you need to speak a little bit of that language. So now I have to learn Hungarian? Yes, you do. Yes. Yes. Just a line. I mean, do I'm not have asking, that on Babbel. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure, but all I'm asking is for a couple of words. So figure out what your, your minute is going to be. And I know you race through it. Um, get it, race through it. F1. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. I got but you. all you, maybe a sentence, you know, you can get a few words and you can fit them in there. That, that every time. Okay. You got to speak the language of the country the race is in. All right. I'll work on it. We'll all see. Right. I know you. I know you will. We got a, a number of races left there. We talked a lot of football today. We got to let's finish up real quick. Just the fact that in a little over a week we had the first football game, preseason game, right? I mean, I thought oh. you were going to bring up the fact that the Choco Taco has been retired. Oh, you know what? You're right. Football can wait. We can talk about that next week. Is Choco Taco your favorite? Or uh, no? It's it's a top two for me. Yeah, strawberry shortcake and Choco Taco. Strawberry shortcake. It's so really? good. The strawberry yeah. shortcake ice cream. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with strawberry shortcake? I, I again, I'm just not into the the fruity type of things. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm bad that way. I, I'm, um, the choco taco is right there. All right. I mean, so it, you're it, pretty upset. I, I and could it really be that unpopular now? Because I thought it was unbelievably popular. Unless unless I haven't heard the reason. That they're getting rid of it. I mean, when something goes away, usually is it is it because, you know, it just becomes not as profitable or people don't want it as much. There's got to be a business reason for this happening. Um, <sighs> I, I I don't understand. They said it's it. done. It's getting discontinued. It's done for good, Mike. I don't know. I don't understand either. Maybe there will be a crowdsourcing attempt to bring back Choco Taco uh, now that they are have had this public discontinuation of their product, but. We can only hope. I, I would say if you've never had one, try and go get one because I'm sure stores still There's going to be a run on Choco Tacos, yep, like yep, toilet yep. paper two years ago. Yep. Well, here's what's interesting. that this is the, They're part of Klondike, okay? Right. And a quote here, I'm reading about it. Over the past two years, we have experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across our portfolio and have had to make very tough decisions to ensure availability of our full portfolio nationwide. A necessary but unfortunate part of this process is that we sometimes must discontinue products, even a beloved item like taco, uh, uh, ch Choco Taco. Bullshit! That is such <laughs> horseshit. That is such, like, executive speak yeah. for not giving us the real reason. I don't want to hear that. I don't, I don't like that. We're so successful right, right. that as part of our success, we have to discontinue some stuff. I call complete BS After on 40 that. years. The yes. Taco Taco's been around for 40 years. Oh God! Oh, I just love the the, the for, again. If you if you don't know what a choco taco is, I, first I'm stunned. Here's the definition of it: a waffle cone shaped like a taco shell, filled with fudge swirled ice cream, and then dipped in chocolate and peanuts. Ugh. Oh, it's so good. I need to go get a choco taco. I love that. I love that excuse though. It's like you know what? Our Klondike bars are flying off the shelves. So we got to discontinue one of the most legendary ice cream products in the middle of summer and we're never going to make them again because we're just doing so great as a company i'm with you mike something fishy is going on here. something really really fishy is going on but i think all we can say at this point is r.i.p rest Taco. in peace choco taco we'll see you next week